Hi there, welcome. This is the Kelly's Astrology Podcast, where you can find insight, guidance, and understanding through astrology. I'm Kelly, and I'll be your host. Hey there, everyone, and welcome back to another show. In this episode, I'm going to take a look at the astrology starting the week of September 16. There are two aspects that I want to briefly explore. The first is Venus squared Jupiter, and that peaks on Sunday, September 17. The second aspect is the Sun opposite Neptune in Pisces, and that aspect happens on Tuesday, September 19. Before I share about those two aspects, there's a couple of little uh, bits of info that I want to share and catch up with you around. First up is that I have an online astrology course starting Monday, September 18. It's called Benefits and Blessings, How to Find Hope, Happiness and Fulfillment with the Planets. If you're confused about how to identify some of the positive themes in a chart, this course can help. It's so common to end up sharing about the challenges or pain points in a birth chart. But if you really want to offer your friends or clients a holistic take on their chart, you're going to need some tools to help you highlight the good stuff. This course focuses on all the ways that Venus and Jupiter can point to joy, ease and meaning in the chart. The live cohort starts on the 18th and you can join us anytime. I hope to see you there. And speaking of the good stuff, I'm just back at work after a two-week summer break. Earlier this year, Peter and I celebrated 10 years of marriage, so we wanted to take a little bit of a beach vacation, uh, which we did, which was lovely. And it just reminded me how much I love getting in the ocean, just walking on the sand, you know, all that salt water. It's just heaven for me. I was able to read lots of books and just catch up on a lot of rest. So I'm definitely feeling refreshed and replenished. It's actually been a while since I've had a proper break. You know, when you finally take a break and you're like, when was the last time we did this? And it's more, it's further back in time than you realize. And so I do really appreciate how much more clear and calm, you know, a good restful break can make you feel. And that's really good timing because as I look at the next few months and heading into 2024, I've got so many exciting teaching offerings coming up, Um, some courses that we're launching later this year, as well as, of course, my annual Palm Springs retreat, which happens in January 2024. I'm going to have more details on all of those offerings in the next episode. But if you're a little impatient or super curious and you don't want to wait, pop over to my website, kellysastrology.com. And keep an eye on the calendar page where we'll mention things as they get announced and launched. So with all of those little messages and catch-up info out of the way, let's dive into the astrology of this week. And actually, the first aspect, Venus square Jupiter, is a continuation of the theme so far around the good stuff. And so let's take a look at this aspect. It's happening on Sunday, September 17. Uh, Venus will be at 15 Leo, now direct, and Jupiter at 15 Taurus. So this aspect between Venus and Jupiter brings an uplifting, open, and generous quality to probably the weekend as a whole, but especially Sunday. I also want to keep in mind, though, that this Venus square Jupiter aspect is the third in a series of three Venus square Jupiter aspects. And so it does represent the conclusion or completion of something. 
It represents the completion of an astrological pattern that has been running since early June. And it's probably going to tie into the completion or kind of winding down of a theme that's been running in your life for the same time frame. So it was back around the 11th of June that Venus made her first square aspect to Jupiter and Taurus. At that point, Venus was around 5 Leo and Jupiter was at 5 Taurus. Then around August 22nd, Venus was retrograde, but again made a square aspect to Jupiter. Interestingly, on that August aspect, Venus was at 15 uh, Leo and Jupiter at 15 Taurus, where they are now. So as this Venus square Jupiter aspect forms again this weekend, there may be some familiar themes and you might find yourself called back to reconnect with experiences, plans, opportunities, maybe even decisions that you were contemplating in mid-June or late August. And this time it's like, oh my gosh, there's a repetition or a recurrence, but we need to come to a choice we need to come to a place of resolution or decision-making now because Venus and Jupiter won't make this aspect again. So setting that piece aside, it's important to keep in mind the longer track, but if we kind of turn our attention to what might this mean for this weekend, Venus squares Jupiter does look very much like a celebration. It speaks to affection and generosity and connection you know, those kind of warm encounters that lift your spirits and help remind you of what's good about being alive. So it is about connecting with a little bit of an optimistic point of view or perhaps offering some gratitude for the things that you have. It's like focusing on the glass half full rather than the glass half empty. This aspect also has a very adventurous undertone. You know, there's that sense of Jupiter wanting experiences, wanting to try new things, wanting to get out of your comfort zone. And so as a result, you might really be inspired to dream big or to make a grand gesture to show your feelings or to express your gratitude. This is not about kind of small scale subtle. You know, it is Venus in Leo amplified and expanded by Jupiter. And so we are very much in that kind of go big you know, make it known, grand gesture, large scale space. Now, some of you may be wondering about how the square aspect factors in. So a square aspect, it's not a bad aspect. I really try to encourage my students to move beyond that kind of good or bad either or, and to be a little bit more specific. So if we flesh out what is a square aspect, we're thinking about an aspect of some tension and the need for adjustment. A square aspect also often indicates we need to make some choices or we need to rethink our timelines. Who or what is going to happen first and then what needs to come second or later? Or what are we going to do now and what are we not going to do? So when we're talking about some of the, the tension points or the adjustment, it doesn't mean that something is inherently bad. Um, and certainly when the square aspect involves the two benefic planets, the life-affirming planets, Venus and Jupiter, this isn't necessarily a square that is like, here's a big problem or here's a big challenge, but rather it might show this quality of overdoing it or overindulging. You know, a square aspect to Jupiter can talk about having too much of a good thing. You know, so if I had to say what could be the problem out of this aspect it might have to do with not knowing your limits, like not knowing when to stop, 
not knowing when enough is enough, or just constantly wanting more and more. You know, sometimes we are really enjoying something that we don't stop at a point that would be balanced or reasonable. We overdo it. We overindulge. We stay up too late. We have, you know, that extra glass of something that we know is going to take us over the edge of feeling terrible tomorrow. We have, you know, that extra, we go and have a second bowl of ice cream or another serving of cheese or, you know, obviously these are some of my little delights that I'm prone to overdoing it. But you'll know where you are a little sensitive to overdoing it because you're enjoying it so much. And so that idea of not knowing when to stop, not knowing when your limits, maybe misreading things a little bit, you know, with Venus square Jupiter, the tag phrase that I always use with clients is unreciprocated generosity. And sometimes the concept of that makes people feel bad, which is not intended to, you know, sometimes we give someone so much that they're like, I don't know what to do with all of this that you're giving to me. It's too much. It's like more than the situation perhaps, you know, might indicate is appropriate or it's just, I don't know how to receive that much tender, loving care or that much attentiveness. So there can be a variety of reasons why things are a little bit of a, a mismatch. But again, you know, when, when we're talking about a square with Venus and Jupiter, we're not talking about a lack of something or an absence of something. We're not talking about a distracting problem per se. We're just talking about feeling so good that we overdo it. So hopefully that's giving you a sense of this. So keep that in mind for Sunday, like not knowing where your limits are. Sometimes it's like, you know what, we're indulging, we're going for it, we see what we're doing, and we're just going to live in the moment. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, far be it for me or any other astrologer to say, don't take those moments for happiness or enjoyment or indulgence when they come along. It's just be aware that that's kind of what you're doing or where you're at, or be aware that that's the tone of the time of this weekend. Now, a couple of other themes with this aspect, Jupiter is a planet that's linked to law and to justice. Uh, and Venus, of course, represents women, creative and artistic types, as well as all kinds of other marginalized groups in society. And so this Venus squared Jupiter aspect might bring an event that shifts the dynamics or changes rules or regulations pertaining to women or people in the arts, for instance. There may be lots of debate and lots of discussion, or there may be some legal matters or judgments that are decided. Keep in mind this Venus square Jupiter aspect, you know, from a collective or news or headlines perspective, it is speaking to topics and matters that first emerged through the early part of June, which was when we had that first Venus square Jupiter aspect. So that's an important piece I want to circle back to, the idea that because this is the third and final square from Venus in Leo to Jupiter in Taurus, it also holds these themes of completion, finalizing something, of concluding something. You know, for each of us individually or personally, there's a dream about growth or expansion that has been occupying your heart or taking up space in your mind over the last few months, over the summer here in the Northern Hemisphere, through the winter, if you're in the Southern Hemisphere. And this weekend brings a bit of a turning point where you have to make a choice about, am I going to do something about this dream or am I going to let it go? Now, I can't tell you what you should do, but I do know that when Jupiter's active, sometimes the leap of faith is worth taking. It's like, 
Jupiter sometimes says the risk is worth it. And so that's something I want you to keep in mind as you're navigating this weekend and those big dreams or adventures that are filling your heart and soul at the moment. So you might finally sort out a plan for the future, or you just realize that you're coming to the end of a period of time where you've really been able to focus on something specific that's been enjoyable. Maybe you haven't had some challenges or pressures. You've been able to set them aside and just focus on, you know, summertime living if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, for instance. Now, when I say this Venus-Jupiter aspect is coming to an end, you know, it's like a three-month, four-month process, June, July, August, and this uh, first part of September, it doesn't mean there's no more dreams to have it to be had in the future. It doesn't mean there's no more joy or anything like that. It just means that whatever this particular Venus square Jupiter aspect cycle, whatever that was emphasizing for you, June, July, August, and this first part of September, that, those particular themes and topics are winding down. So you're going to commit to them. You're going to let them go. And we're going to be shifting our focus. So if you're thinking about your personal birth chart, have a look at the house areas of Taurus and Leo. Think about the topics that they're involved with and think about whether that kind of chimes or, or jives with those particular themes that have been really full and big in your life since June. Maybe there's been things that have been exciting and meaningful, but it may just be that your time and energy and your focus has really been on a specific set of topics. And you can kind of let that settle down, make any final decisions, and then you're going to be shifting your focus onto other topics and themes as Venus and Jupiter start to move out of this aspect pattern. So all of those technical pieces aside, in general, Sunday looks fun, it looks fabulous, and it really might invite you to splurge on a grand experience. You might want to spoil a loved one, your best friend, your favorite sibling, your romantic partner, a business associate that you're so grateful for, just because you can. You know, this is one of those aspects that reminds me, it is sometimes just important to celebrate when you can with what you have, because you can, you know, it doesn't need to be anything more special. It doesn't need to be a special anniversary or a momentous achievement. It can just be, we're here, we're together, let's do it. So that is the Venus square Jupiter aspect, the final in that sequence. You know, Venus is going to be doing a few different things as we get into October and November. So kind of, you know, live large, go big wherever you can this weekend. So switching focus now, I want to bring in the second aspect that I wanted to mention, and it's totally different and much lower in terms of energy or excitement. And that aspect is the sun in Virgo opposite Neptune in Pisces. This sun-Neptune opposition is forming on Tuesday the 19th, and it's going to happen with the sun at around 26 Virgo and Neptune at around 26 Pisces. Now, this aspect is peaking or at its exact intensity on Tuesday, but it's probably going to have a little bit of an influence uh, Monday night and even into Wednesday morning um, as the sun kind of moves through that opposition to Neptune and just encounters that foggy, hazy Neptunian energy. So anytime we see a major aspect to Neptune, you know, a planet is moving into a square or opposition or a conjunction with Neptune, we're definitely going to get a lot of feelings coming up. This is a really emotive type of aspect. 
but it can also stir up some confusion and uncertainty. The visual is thinking about like that fog descending. And if things are foggy, we've lost our clarity. We can't rely on our main senses like sight or even sound. And we have to kind of go inwards to check in with those more subtle senses, you know, our visceral responses, our feelings, our intuition. And so when we see that sun opposite Neptune aspect, things can be a little bit messy or there can be a muddled quality. And so we might experience things like being forgetful. We might miss a deadline or forget about a plan or a promise that we'd made. We might misplace or lose something. You know, that kind of, oh, I just, I'm not sure where I put that thing. And, you know, it turns up a few days later, but it was really annoying that you didn't have it at that time. So normally the month-long sun in Virgo cycle is very much about helping with attention to detail and being specific and organized. But unfortunately, that doesn't look like it's the case on Tuesday. And that's because the sun in Neptune and Virgo, sorry, the sun in Virgo energy is kind of totally overridden or overtaken by the Neptune theme, so via the aspect. And so there's blurry energy. And so you're going to miss some details. You're going to be a bit forgetful. You're probably going to overlook something. So how do we manage that? If you can, you want to slow down. You want to offload things from your day on Tuesday. You want to push them back to later in the week, especially if there's a decision you need to make or some really detailed, specific stuff you need to do. Maybe if there's anything you need to do that is relying on technology or using technology in new ways, you might want to push that back until later in the week as well. What Neptune does instead is it arouses your energetic awareness. Now, the uh, glyph or the image for Neptune has the trident in it. And I often think about that trident as almost like psychic antennae popping out the top of your head. This is how my first astrology teacher described Neptune to us. And so if when Neptune's active, it's like we're all working, walking around with supercharged psychic antennae awareness pieces, we are much more aware of energetic stuff. We're more sensitive and maybe susceptible to the mood of the environment we're in or the people that are around us. So that can make you more sensitive kind of in all the senses of the word. It can make you feel things more deeply. It can arouse your compassion or your sense of care or kindness. Uh, it can also help you tune into that energetic awareness, your intuition, that kind of belly insight, that uh, kind of visceral sensation inside you. And so with all of that going on, it's no wonder that you might be distracted from schedules and real world tasks and duties because it's as if a part of you is being called into sort of the uh, energetic or spiritual space. You know, the part of you is here and a part of you is not here, if you like. So you might need a break. You might need a slower pace. You might need extra rest. You might not have the drive or energy for your usual routine and responsibilities. You might crave time to reconnect with your spiritual self or kind of just ease and relax into a restorative ritual. You know, the trick with Neptune is that it's not about doing. Neptune reminds us that we are a human being. And so when we have big aspects to Neptune like this, it's a time to kind of be rather than do. And that's tricky because modern life goes at a very fast pace and rewards productivity and output. 
but we kind of want to push back on that, especially when Neptune is really active. So we're not going to focus on productivity. Instead, we're going to focus on connection, uh, internal sort of awareness rather than external output as the sun opposes Neptune. So if you can, as I mentioned, slow down, take a break as the sun opposes Neptune on Tuesday. Delay anything that's not absolutely essential, especially if you've got to make a decision and you're trying to manage a lot of data or information. Anything that's really detailed, maybe delay that for a couple of days. You just need to kind of leave it till Thursday, if you like. Um, and so, you know, later on Wednesday, even the sun will have cleared that foggy, hazy Neptune, very internal influence. And the sun will be, sun and Virgo will kind of be back to um, super organizing and managing uh, themes. And if you're looking for more insight about what the sun is doing this week, check out my monthly astrology guide, which you can sign up for on my website, which has all the details about the other two things the sun is doing at the very end of this week. So even though Neptune's influences or aspects can be tricky, mostly because there really isn't anything to do, instead, if you, it's really an invitation to slow down, check in with your insides, figure out like what your mood is. You don't have to do anything about how you feel or what your mood is, but at least acknowledge, I'm really sad about this thing, or I'm frustrated about this other thing, or I'm just really exhausted right now. Whatever it is, they're just three examples. Um, but doing that, taking that time to check in with yourself, it can really help you reset for the future. It might provide a real kind of kernel of truth, this inkling of awareness that is really subtle but very profound that you can use as a guide for going forward. So even though it sounds counterintuitive, the most productive thing you can do on Tuesday while Neptune is opposing the sun is to take a break. So hopefully you've got some flexibility to do this. Uh, you know, maybe it's a quiet night on Monday or Tuesday night. I know it's kind of sometimes a little frustrating when the astrology is like, take a break, but it's Tuesday and maybe you have to work or take kids to school or care for an elderly parent. But, you know, that's what I mean by the things that you don't have to do. See if you can just put them off for 24 hours. So that is it, team, for another week. Thank you so much for joining me here today. If you are enjoying the podcast, I'd so appreciate a review or a rating wherever you are listening to this. And of course, I will be back with more next week. Until then, take care.